Welcome to the Everyday Vacation Podcast. My name is MJ Gordon, minimalist entrepreneur and lifestyle coach, and I'll be sharing with you resources, people, and messages to help you create more balance and energy so you can live life on your terms. Thank you for being here with me today. Let's get the vacation vibes rolling. Hello, hello, hello. I know this is completely informal, but today I am on my Zoom meeting. I've been on meetings. I'm just here. I'm thinking I had some space and I wanted to pop in and just talk about something that has been a theme going on in my life. Thinking about how to apply this idea so that it was more tangible and accessible And it's not just an idea, but something that we can actually implement. So this idea is about how to literally create a barrier from negativity in your own life. And this is a difficult thing because I think if you're like most people, you're like me, we experience the idea of shoulds in our mind. Something negative happens, it's a negative thought or a negative event that occurs. And we think to ourselves, I shouldn't be negative about this. I should change my mindset. I should look on the bright side. I know from firsthand experience that there are so many awesome ideas, uh, principles, values that I want to implement in my head, in life that I try to do. And they say, there's no try. You either do or you don't. But trying, meaning I want to do, I want to embody. And for whatever reason, these moments come up and it doesn't happen for me. I have negative thoughts. I am pissed off about something. I have judged something poorly. I've responded in a way that I'm not proud of. This happens to me all the time from the tone of my voice or to the assumption that I've made about a person or a thing. And it creates this this energy that, that sticks, right? And sometimes I look back at those situations and feel like, oh my goodness, like I wasted so much time having the wrong assumption or if I would have just been patient and not felt like I needed to respond or act right away and just see first where the cards fall, then I wouldn't have generated so much uh, time, effort, energy into something that wasn't really necessary. So something that happened to my life recently was uh, I had this huge project it was culminating. I had a deadline. I was working really hard to make it to the deadline. And that week, my deadline week, my husband ended up getting injured like five different times. It was crazy. The amount of injuries that he sustained, it was like this, something magical happened to my week. Because in addition to that, our house sustained like five different uh, injuries as well. And we had all these things that went out all in one day. I was stressed trying to make it to this deadline. Well, lo and behold, I made it to the deadline. And the client had a family emergency, which I was unaware of. So it seemed like the client just ghosted me. And I was like, okay, I've worked really hard to make this deadline. Where's the client at? So I had scheduled this week off after this whole crazy week, just because I knew it had been crazy. And I couldn't even relax on my week off. Halfway into my week, I'm stressing about what if the client falls off this project? What kind of work am I going to have for my team? What am I going to do with my time? I like having all these stressful moments that I can't even relax during my week off. By Wednesday, midweek, I was just itching to find a solution. All this to say, you get to those moments where you think you've prepared yourself. You think you've known. You have these great idealistic thoughts and it just doesn't happen for you. 
And that's okay. That is human. That's natural. That's normal. So I was pondering this thought. It is human. It's normal to stress, but I don't need to identify with that stress. I certainly don't need to pander to that stress. And I certainly don't need to delve into it and make it become my total experience, right? We feel, feel that stress. And then I can ask myself, where does the stress come from? Why is it occurring? And what am I going to do about it? Easier said than done. Because I don't believe in suppression. I do believe that there is a very valid and important role of validation and being understanding and sometimes just having somebody to, you know, spill the beans on and just having the understanding open and accepting for most things that are practical or like somebody cuts you off or if somebody's like, Hey, how's your week? I don't need personally, me personally, I'm in a place. I believe that I don't need to sit here and say, let me just go through all the arduous details of how exhausting and how conflicting it was and give like, you know, have you nod your head and understand me the whole way. Like I can say to you, it's been a tough week. The schedule's been crazy. Brett got injured, house got injured. And so we're a little bit overwhelmed. I'm going to take a week off and somebody can nod their head and be like, whoa, that is crazy. They might ask a few details, but I don't need to get emotional about it. And this has been something that has clicked for me recently. And after a whole, like, 35 plus years of struggling to manage my emotion. I don't really have the best EQ, to be honest. Like it is, it's a turbulent storm in there. ADHD helps with that, but you know, struggling to manage it, going through different types of therapy, DVD, CBT, um, self-help, you name it, you know, meditation, yoga, et cetera. How do we get to this point? And so upon reflecting, I wanted to, I wanted to come on here and share with you and just kind of have a conversation because if you guys have stuff to uh, you know, suggest or things that have worked for you. I think this is a really good topic for our community because while I know that a lot of us don't struggle with like severe anger issues or violence, et cetera, aggression, those things are still the underlying tone of some of these behaviors, some of these fears, right? So if I am walking through the house and I'm like, who left their socks on the ground? And I say it in this tone, it's not a tone of love. It's not a tone of trust, open understanding. It's a tone of entitlement and disappointment and frustration and uh, infuriation, right? So those are the things that shift the chemical process in our mind. It shifts not only the way that we perceive, it's not just a mindset thing. This is a chemical thing. It's a physiological response that we have when we see the socks and we're frustrated and we're going, how many things can we go through life and go about? And how, when they stack, how much of this is creating exhaustion, depletion of energy, waste of excess time, like just, you know, letting this steam out, you know, I was like running around being stressed, I was mulling it over in my mind. And um, to the point where my husband was like, there's just like this general, he's like, it's not bad. I'm not saying you're being negative, but there's this general like hint of negativity in the air and I'm even that I was like oh my gosh like what am I doing wrong you know I've been trying so hard to like stay level and be awesome and I think we've been awesome but he was right you know upon reflecting on it I was like he's right there's this fear there's this worry this concern and it's okay that it exists but how do we keep from letting it take us over how do we see it for what it is and say okay it's a signpost it makes sense that it exists what can I do about it without getting so overwhelmed with it, without expending more energy than is, than is necessary required to confront it and deal with the actual situation? So I came up 
with three things. And these three things are not an overnight thing, but they're the three things that um, I was able to reflect on and say, okay, why has this shifted for me to be more uh, manageable and tangible recently? Because it, like I said, spent so many years like telling myself I should feel this way. I should know better. I should do this. And, and it wasn't happening. So the first thing is to know your boundaries. And this is just through trial and error. You can say, I can say, <laughs> look at my life. And uh, I, I've probably babbled on about this at some point, or at least I do to friends and family that I feel like I've said this like a thousand times. So sorry if this is on repeat, but I have found myself in the last two years now realizing that, like becoming physically, tangibly aware of what my boundaries are. And that is, I can't own more than two dogs. I don't want more than five acres of property to actually take care of landscape, et cetera. I don't even want five. So there's these boundaries that it took, you know, adopting, fostering that third dog who had aggression issues and watching my brother-in-law's dog once in a while when they, when they go out for the day and realizing that three dogs is too much for me. And these are just like physical level things. But then this also moves into personal relationship stuff or even personal, just yourself kind of stuff. So one thing I've been able to identify recently is that when I start feeling agitated, it is a sign that I've been overstimulated. And I know on a daily, daily basis, I need at least 20 to 30 minutes of quiet time for myself. So knowing these boundaries in all areas from relationships to yourself, to your environment, to your health, to your schedule, to your business, to your finances, fill it all in. and all the important areas of life through trial and error and respecting those boundaries is number one, because when we overwhelm those boundaries, the amount of stress input is almost like too much. It's an overload. And that is going to have exhaust. It's going to come out in some way, shape or form. So managing what you can control is the best preventative measure to getting to getting ahead of not getting to that place where you're snapping at all the little things and all those little things pile up. So, you know, I know it's easy in the moment. You're like, this is a little thing. I shouldn't be upset about this. Why am I so upset about this? Because you haven't managed your boundaries. Number two, when that happens, because you're going through trial and error, you're going to have to deal with it. It happens sometimes. Sometimes you can't, like, I can't control the fact that I had a deadline. And on that same week, my husband got injured and the house and all these repairs that needed, which was like the perfect storm. But having a process of what to do in order to deal with those moments of stress. And we talk about this a lot, not just in this content, but in the level up program, we talk about how to have that process when your energy gets pushed over in the everyday vacation course. We talk about this process with all these important areas of life that we've just discussed. So have that process. What do you fall back on? What do you do? So the example of one of these processes, when I get overstimulated, I get agitated. I can tell I got to put my earplugs in. I got to get my 20, 30 minutes of space. When you have these processes that let the exhaust through, that let the entropy happen and allow the system to tone down, cool off, and then reform, then you're able to get back on your feet and kind of readjust, reassess. And sometimes it takes you know, just addressing the craziness, the chaos, the everything that's out of control. How do you reel it in? What can you cut? What can be managed? What can be uh, delegated? What, you know, most importantly, what can you let go of? And what is the most practical thing that you can do right now? What is the thing that makes the most sense to get you to your goal? And there might be a couple of goals. 
but then prioritize the goals. Is the first goal to alleviate the stress or to do the one thing? Like for me, the first goal was to deliver this project on time. And obviously simultaneously take care of my husband (laughs) who needed to see a couple different doctors that week. Um, So, you know, you have to be able to prioritize these on a list and make sure you cut out the excess, do the most practical thing moving forward. When you're in this state of chaos and stress, when you're in this state of, you know, a lot of triggering fear and negativity, you cannot afford to keep things in your space, whether it's on your schedule or in your obligations or in your mind, that's going to promote more levels of that chaos and stress. My fear can wait till later. Yes, suppression is temporary suppression, but I'm going to get to it. I'm going to process it later. Right now, I can't have like a meltdown. All that stuff's got to get taken care of first. And that's why having those spaces, those boundaries, knowing emotionally what kind of boundaries you need and having that process that you can fall back on is super important. So the third step is to create a baseline. So this baseline is not your ideals. This baseline is realistically, where are you at? When I was looking at my energy, so here's a great example. During my week off this last week, I decided to go to the gym. After this crazy week, I had not been exercising or weightlifting because uh, part of the project was filming a lot of beginner, like moderate yoga fitness videos for three to four hours every single day. So I was getting really great exercise, which on a side note, that actually um, led to the best PMS experience. That sounds weird. Um, the, the most, uh, gentle, almost like I didn't notice my period was coming, um, moving around moderately for three, you know, plus hours a day versus going to the gym and working out hardcore for 60 to 90 minutes every other day. So that's interesting. I want to study that and talk more about that later. But, um, what I did was I got on my week off and I'm like, yes, I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to do this. And I went to the gym and I was like, I'm going to use my like low numbers. Didn't listen to my body. Wasn't on like a, you know, a building food schedule. So I was not eating enough uh, protein, not drinking enough water, gave myself delayed onset muscle soreness big time. Like I could not move. I was in pain. So my week off, like my neck is stiff. I'm still stiff. I threw out my back. I don't get low back. I don't get back pain. Threw out my back, pinched a nerve, went to my chiropractor. He's like, your hips are totally off. He adjusted me, fixed it in like one adjustment. I didn't go back to my baseline. I know through healing adrenal fatigue, my baseline isn't go from like zero to 60 right away. And I might say, okay, well, I didn't go zero to 60. I didn't even go like, I didn't go zero to hundred. I went like zero to 40. But I know my baseline just from trial and error that when I get into working out, I have a tendency to go off the cliff. So I need to find my threshold first. And that threshold is not going to be the same now as it was four weeks ago, because I spent the last four weeks living a totally different lifestyle. So I can't just make that assumption. It was a poor assumption. And I did not go back to my baseline. So know what your baseline is in all the areas and make sure that you check into that baseline first. That baseline can move. And you might notice that over the years, but you don't skip over the baseline. And just go from zero to 40, zero to 60, or zero to 100. That's how you hurt yourself. That's how, that's how you have to take more time and energy to go see your doctor, get some rest, and like be sore and exasperated upon, upon it all. But just having that baseline to come to, you know that if you've leveled it up this far, you've got this starting point, right? 
So things, things go, they get out of balance. Like uh, somebody was telling me recently that balance is anomaly. Like balance is kind of a farce. Like you might swing through, hit that balance for a second, but you will always swing in and out, ebb and flow. So understanding this, you have to create those parameters for yourself, know your boundaries, have a process because it is going to go over sometimes and know where your baseline is at so that you have a starting point and you're not trying to skip over that because there are no shortcuts. It's about quality. And if you can do quality, quality, quality over a period of time, your quantity naturally increases. So have that quality in how you take care of yourself. Make sure that your attention, your time, your energy, your schedule is quality. And you won't get to these points where you're spread so thin that when something stressful occurs, you don't have the capacity to deal with it, manage it, accept it, move on. It's like hovering over you, like you're about to snap or like life is just so chaotic and out of control because all of these things have no boundaries. There's no quality, it's all quantity. And when it's quantity, it's like mass destruction, right? So anyways, this is just me babbling on, you know, I didn't really have any notes. I just kind of wrote down three things. I had this thought and I just wanted to like come here and talk to y'all. So you're gonna have to let me know if you like this kind of form, just like free flowing thought. And hopefully this has added a ton of value to you. Uh, Let me know your thoughts below. What is your process? What are your boundaries? What have you learned from yourself? What do you feel like you're missing if you feel like you get in this hectic, chaotic state? How do you return to your baseline? I want to know, let the community know, I'm here to serve this mission of helping you regain energy, balance, clarity, focus, so that you can reach your goals, have success, and help the rest of the community out. We're here for one another. So thanks for joining me here, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.